When I ask people about trade shows, it typically provokes a strong reaction. They either love them or they hate them. I'm one of those people who love trade shows because to me, trade show marketing is the epitome of integrated marketing. This is Sherry Hill, and welcome to the third and final segment of my series, Tips to Trade Show Success. I've spent the last two weeks giving you insights, ideas, and suggestions on the importance of pre-show event strategy, planning, and marketing so you get maximum return on your investment for your trade show dollars. If you plan accordingly and follow my valid suggestions, they can be a lot of fun without a lot of stress. I shared previously that I literally spent seven years on the road doing shows across the country as my job and continued to participate often through Sage International, Inc. I can honestly say I have pretty much mastered how you do it easy and how you do it right. Think about it. At a trade show, I can talk with more prospects face-to-face in one day than I could in a month. I get a more potent infusion of knowledge attending sessions and learning about the current state of industry. I found that it's a wonderful way to meet and engage with new people from all over the country, and I also do them simply because I like doing something different. A trade show is an awesome way to extend your reach, be top of mind, and create attention that lasts long after the show. After this quick break, I'm going to dive into my top trade show tips and strategies that you can use during the show. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. The greatest single obstacle to your success at a trade show is if you struggle with the ability to communicate effectively, both visually, your booth, signage, and employees, and verbally. There is no substitute for knowing your presentation, understanding how your product or service works, and being able to answer deep questions on the subject. However, it all starts with creating a defining statement, your unique selling proposition, which is a simple answer to a simple question. What do you do? This is a statement, arguably the most important element of your overall marketing messaging, known as your value proposition, that succinctly outlines how your business, product, or service is different from that of your competition. It identifies what makes your company the better choice and why your target client should choose you over the competition. It also makes the benefits of your products or services crystal clear from the outset. A strong, instantly recognizable, unique selling proposition can make or break a business's operating in competitive markets and niche marketing industries. So it's essential that you leverage your USP and make it the cornerstone of your overall marketing strategy. Until you know what your USP is and how to capitalize on it, your business will just be another voice clamoring to be heard. Every single person in your company needs to know the USP, and more importantly, they need to be conversant in it. In the world of trade show leads, quality, not quantity, is king. Practice what to say to prospects ahead of time to determine whether they're a qualified lead. 
Questions like, what brings you to the show today? What do you already know about our products? What kind of business problem are you trying to solve as an invitation to tell them about your products or services, to close the deal, or collect their information so you can follow up? Assume that only one of every 10 people who hear from you has an immediate interest and that 9 out of 10 will respond negatively. No, or I'm just looking, are conditioned responses and do not necessarily indicate a permanent no nor is it a rejection of you as a person. This is a numbers game. Simply smile and move on. Oh, I know it's easy to get discouraged when person after person walks by your trade show booth seemingly without a glance in your direction. The key is staying motivated and remaining approachable. Look for opportunities to engage passers-by even if they don't initiate a conversation. It's no secret while you're there, so don't be shy about trying to make yourself seen and heard. When you're at a trade show, it's tempting to measure success by the number of business cards you collect. But if you ask people to drop their card in a bowl to win a giant HD flat screen TV, you'll collect lots of names. But all you'll know is that that they'd love to have a flat screen TV. Meanwhile, five minutes spent talking to just one truly qualified attendee could result in thousands of dollars of new business. Upgrade your lead management. Are you still gathering leads by taking business cards? That only gets you so much information. There isn't enough room on the back of a business card to write down who their current supplier is, what are the prospect's main pain points, what they liked about your proposed solution, and what follow-up you promised. For that, you need at least a lead card, which is a pre-printed form that your staffers can write down all that golden info, or if you have the technical savvy, enter your leads right into your database directly from the show, either via an app or an online form, so you can fulfill leads right away. Whatever you do, have a special place to collect cards and information on qualified prospects and any follow-up you said you would do. This goes in your purse or briefcase and not tossed carelessly in a box during teardown, which can take days to unpack. Have a portfolio of your work available. What can you do visually to show your best work to grab people's attention as they walk by? Did you know our brain processes visual information 60,000 times faster than the time it takes for our brain to decode text? You know the old saying that a picture is worth a thousand words? Try 60 times that. In fact, you will garner 67% more attention if you add compelling visual elements and graphics that tell your brand story in your booth design by making your brand experience unforgettable. It slices, it dices, it purees. Maybe it can turn straw into gold or even improve the way you live, drive, cook, clean, and sleep. There are many products and services whose features, benefits, and sometimes complex applications might be more easily and effectively communicated by staging a live presentation and or demonstration type show rather than trying to rely solely on individual face-to-face sales. I remember one time my booth was next to a young man who traveled the country selling this wonderful salsa. He mixed it up in a giant blender so you knew it was fresh and gave you a cup full of chips with a sample of his salsa. After two days of eating his product, I felt obligated to buy it. It's called the law of reciprocity. Yum. If you can't display your business offering in an interactive way, consider creating an experience. Here's an example. 
Charity Water creates safe and clean water sources for remote villages in developing nations that don't have a sustainable water supply. They invite their booth visitors to walk carrying two 40-pound jugs of water across a 50-yard platform. They give visitors a small taste of the experience villagers in developing nations go through every day to fetch water from rivers miles away from their home. For a short time, people understand how hard it is to walk a couple yards, let alone a couple of miles carrying 80 pounds of water. Charity Water figured out how to create an experience that helps their visitors connect with their brand. Surveys have shown that live theatrical presentations and demonstrations are the single most powerful factor in increasing brand and product visibility and memorability. Attendees learn more in less time, and key prospects will more likely stay in the booth longer to discuss their current needs. Product sampling can be very expensive and very effective. When I had my chocolate manufacturing business, we made sheets of our Bordeaux truffle and cut them into little tiny squares. One of us would stand in the aisle with a tray giving away a small sample that literally melted in your mouth. As soon as someone ate it, the response was immediate. They made a beeline to our booth and treated themselves to one of our fabulous chocolates. Consider this option if you have a product that will enhance an attendee's experience by engaging their senses through touch, taste, or smell in very small doses. Think about sponsoring a contest, give out awards, or donate raffle prizes. Attendees love the freebies, and often your contribution is announced over the loudspeakers. Do not put candy on the table unless you sell candy. Several years ago, I had an epiphany during a show that Sage International had a booth. I observed that everyone that took candy from our table never stopped to talk to us, and anyone who did stop and talk rarely took any candy. Now, my staff will tell you that I went psycho over the candy bowl. After watching this one woman who, on her fourth trip around the convention center with two giant bags stuffed with all the freebies, grabbed one more handful of our candy, I lost my mind. In fact, I started to chase her down the aisle to snatch the candy right out of her hand, but instead, one of my staff members grabbed my arm and calmly suggested that since I was having such a struggle over the candy bowl, along with a credible fear that I was going to incur some type of liability, that we simply remove it from our table. Good decision. Shipping costs are a big concern to buyers, so make sure you include shipping costs in any price sheets you hand out. Wholesale customers do not like surprises when it comes to the bottom line. This information will help the buyer decide if they can purchase your product. Without it, they may just order from your competitor. After this break, I want to talk about the human factor because seriously, the profitability of a show is determined primarily by the quality of your people and how they work the booth. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert, I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery? Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction, Jackson, he's the best. I need a hero. 
Hi, I'm Chris from Truckee Meadows Pest Control. I'm Cindy from Truckee Meadows Pest Control. I'm Jody from Truckee Meadows Pest Control. Now is the time of year when insects, pests, and rodents are the most active and they want to get inside of your home. Stop those critters and bugs from coming into your home. Call us here at Truckee Meadows Pest Control, 332-0604. Or visit tmpestcontrol.com. TM Pest, we are licensed and insured in Nevada. Truckee Meadows Pest Control. Control Control is what it's it's all about. about. Truckee Meadows Pest Control is locally owned and operated. If you've been to a trade show, you've seen the disparity. Half of the booths seem to be lively, attracting large crowds, generating buzz, and full of energy. The other half seem to generate no interest and are filled with employees who look bored and envious of the booths around them. Booth etiquette and staff behavior is an extension of your company's identity and brand. Without proper etiquette, no matter how beautiful your booth presentation, it will be overlooked if the attendee experience is a poor one. As I like to say, it's showtime. Your exhibit is a public stage and the promoters, attendees, and your competition are monitoring your behavior. Since your trade show booth staff are the face of your organization, they must be able to project a warm, professional, and friendly demeanor. For all the high-tech gadgetry and flashy displays at trade shows, simple and sincere human contact and availability is often the difference between an instant or future sale for you or for your competition. They must be personable and knowledgeable about your company and your product. They must also be empowered to make the sale and deal directly with the customers. You never want to hear an employee saying, well, I can't take your order, but just give me your name and number and I'll have someone call you next week. As soon as that prospect walks away, so does her business. I know I've stated that trade shows are fun and yes, they are also work. And that means you only have one second to make a first impression. Is everyone staffing your booth alert, friendly, poised? smiling, confident, and projecting a positive mental attitude. People develop their first impression of someone in many ways, but there is nothing as permanent as the physical impression created. I don't think someone selling tires should be dressed in a suit and tie, and I certainly don't think someone offering financial services should be in faded jeans and a baseball cap. Even if you speak eloquently about your business, your intended message will get lost if you have poor personal presentation. It's important to carefully evaluate the personality and disposition of potential team members and assign roles that best fit who they are as people rather than assigning roles based solely on skill and knowledge set alone. Make sure you balance the right mix of skill sets to represent your company. Clearly, outline expectations and responsibilities so each member of your team can prepare themselves in time for the show. The key is to bring people that add to the process. A show is a sales opportunity. Leave home the people who complain about the work or think the trip is some kind of reward and download a travel guide for the show location, which means you may not see them a lot during the show. Let me share nine of my favorite insights related to booth staff. One, train your staff. That means sharing the goals and objectives for why the company is doing the show. Is it to generate leads, build brand awareness, or a host of other objectives I covered in the first segment? Drilled so they know your products and services so well they can answer key questions which are sure to be asked. Tested so they can handle demonstrations effectively. Educated on booth protocol like no sitting unless you sell chairs because that gives attendees the impression that you don't want to be bothered. 
eating, drinking, or chewing gum, reading your tablet, talking or texting on your cell phone, making sure staff knows where everything is being stored in the booth from promotional items to their personal effects. Training your staff also means being up to speed about any promotions, discounts, or specials the company is offering before, during, or after the show. Knowing the entire event's schedule as well as their schedule for being present in the booth. Being clear about all travel-related information. Training your staff all means explaining the importance of getting a good night's sleep. At a trade show, it's hard work. Your body needs time to recuperate from a long day standing on your feet. And of course, there's always that, hey, colleagues, let's get together right after the show and enjoy happy hour. Being tired, grouchy, or hungover has no place at a trade show. The second insight related to booth staff is make sure there is plenty of water, nutritional snacks, and planned lunch ahead of time so no one goes without eating and can step out of the booth for a quick refresh. Three, clothing. This is a great time to have logo wear so everyone in the booth represents your brand and continues to market as they wander through the show. Make sure your appearance is professional and tidy. Haircuts, iron clothes, and showers may seem obvious, but are small details that should not be overlooked. Your appearance portrays your company's philosophy and identity to attendees. I also have two important reminders. Wear comfortable shoes. This is not the time to break in a new pair of shoes and dress in layers. Four, everyone in the booth should be wearing a professional company name badge, not a sticker with your name scribbled on it, which by the end of the day is on the bottom of your shoe or stuck in your hair. Even worse is having no badge at all. Five, all staff should work the exhibit floor, which means everyone should be given the opportunity to circulate, visit, and examine every booth to see what's being offered, what they like about other booths that maybe could be incorporated into your own, networking with exhibitors, attendees, speakers, and the press. This may include exchanging business cards and or handouts to determine if there is any mutual benefit for talking later. Dropping their cards into different drawings to track how other companies handle any follow-up. Sitting in on presentations, seminars, and meetings. Checking out the competition. Every company should have some type of an idea what their competition is doing and the prices they're charging for the same or similar products and services being offered. Six, never leave the booth unattended. If working a booth alone, which I never recommend, be sure if you have no choice, you make prior arrangements with someone close by to help so you can use the restroom, eat lunch, or work the exhibit floor as previously recommended. I've seen people literally just leave their literature on their table and leave the booth empty all day. Talk about a waste of money. I guess they think people will want their information anyway. Of course, if you put out free pens, people will take them. Seven, see if there is any opportunity to become a featured speaker, panelist, host, or master of ceremonies. Eight, write articles to be featured in the show organizer's newsletter or website. This is something I've personally taken advantage of, sharing my trade show knowledge and experience, which impressed the promoter so much they asked me to do pre-show vendor training. I was instrumental in helping new as well as seasoned exhibitors gain some excellent insights on how they could improve their trade show experience. Nine, pace yourself regarding your energy and enthusiasm. The last person you talk to on the last day of the event should get the same level of energy and enthusiasm as the very first person you encountered. 
Bottom line, you must bring booth staffers who want to be there because happy booth staffers will be positive brand ambassadors that create stronger relationships between your company, your leads, and your customers. Trade show success is measured by how much effort you want to put into it. Most of it comes at the front end, deciding on which show to attend, developing the right marketing message, designing the best booth, etc. By the time the show is over, most people are exhausted and glad it's done. But just handing out your company literature, talking to prospects, and collecting business cards at the show only represents a portion of the trade show exhibit sales process. So, it's time to re-energize, because here's what you need to do next. Follow up promptly with leads. If you wait too long, they may forget all about your product or service or place an order with a competitor. Act fast and deliver on all promises you made to them. If you said you'd call, call. If you said you'd send a catalog, put it in the mail right away. Following up is where you get back the investment on your trade show dollars. A certain way to gain the advantage over your competition is by sending a simple email to your new leads and making a phone call to them soon after you return. There's no substitute for the old-fashioned telephone call. It's the most powerful post-trade show marketing follow-up, and be sure to call every lead you met at the event. Many businesses have also found that their leads tend to almost always respond favorably to a special deal, exclusive offer, or some type of savings to those they met during the show. Exhibiting at a trade show or conference takes time, effort, and money. So how do you know whether your investment paid off? Post-show evaluation is an essential part of the trade show planning process. Sir Winston Churchill once remarked, I can predict the future because I study history. Measuring your results and experiences ensures that future shows will be even more successful. Taking a critical look at your performance at one show will help you make better decisions the next time around. Think about the following three tips. One, keep track of what worked and what didn't work prior to, at, and after the show. Hold a debriefing session with your staff to find out how you can make it better next time. This may also include requesting input from other people you were in contact with at the show. Show organizer, vendors, existing clients, and leads. Two, calculate return on investment, ROI. What did it cost you to participate? Booth space, advertising, printing and promotional expenses, travel, labor, upgrades to the booth, signage, etc. Compared to the revenue generated immediately or over the next year from new customers and existing customers who went to the show. If you have no tracking mechanism in place, how on earth will you know if this is a viable investment and should be part of your marketing plan next year? Three, calculate return on business objectives, RBO. Earlier I discussed going to the show with a definite goal in mind. Did you accomplish those objectives? This is the time to review and follow up with your sales team or yourself to hold them accountable for the business objectives of the show. Each person should have been given their action items to accomplish and now must report on the results. I know shows are fun, but everyone on your team must understand that we are here to work and to work hard. Often, we have only one, two, or three days, which I break down into hours. We only have eight, 16, or 24 hours to do everything we set out to do. Increase visibility and brand recognition. Convert a specific number of leads, because you counted them, into sales, 
make X number of new connections, and depending on your product at the event, generate X amount of revenue by making lots and lots of sales. Developing and implementing a measurement and evaluation system will ultimately lead you and your company to continued improvement, effectiveness, and success. I call it being on purpose or being intentional about how you're going to spend your time, money, energy, and resources to increase the bottom line profitability of your company. Without it, you're just flying blind. Every year, record numbers of attendees continue to give vendors even more opportunities to demonstrate products and offer solutions. By following all the tips offered through my series, Tips to Trade Show Success, you should be well prepared to capitalize on this golden marketing opportunity. Thanks for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender.